listening to SBS On The Money with Ricardo Gonsalves. Hi everyone, it's a daily wrap in business and finance for this Monday, the 4th of April 2022. Just a quick one today, the Australian share market up 0.3 of a percent, closing at 7,513. Earlier, I spoke with Alex Bakoulis from Harper Bernays. Ricardo, look, the market today is up just under half a percent. There's kind of mixed sector performance. Uh, fund managers are the strongest. There are some good performers amongst the small uh, mining and energy names. So Fortescue, Aluka, Mineral Resources, AGL and Wally, they're all up sort of 2% plus. Healthcare are up bit under 1% as a group, REITs are the same, and, and banks are a touch weak. So it's kind of mixed sector performance today, Ricardo. One of the, the big economic events this week is the RBA meeting tomorrow, interest rates. What's the market expecting? Yeah, look, have a look at what they said in March. You know, the war in Ukraine was adding uncertainty to the outlook at that point. Um, but Governor Lowe noted that, you know, inflation was rising around the world, the Australian economy was resilient, um, and that they were expecting wages growth to pick up in Australia. Since then, you've had unemployment uh, print at 4%, better than expectation. Consumer inflation expectations are rising, and business confidence is up. So, and, and then you had the budget which is doing a bit of a cash splash. So things since the last meeting have been pretty positive. I would expect the RBA will retain their we will be patient narrative, but I think they will certainly indicate that we're getting closer to a rate rise. Okay, so speaking of that, with interest rates likely to rise at least towards the end of the year, this rising rising inflationary environment, is it changing the way you're investing or what do you like at the moment? It's definitely changing the way we're thinking about markets. I think there's a couple of things to think about here. The first one is, you know, what does the rising interest rate environment mean? Um, One thing it could mean is is economic slowdown in response to those rising rates. You've now seen the yield curve in the US go inverted on Friday night, and that typically indicates a recession coming at some point within the next sort of 12 to 24 months. Um, The other thing to think about is impact on company valuations. So look, what are we doing from an investment strategy perspective? What do we like? I think overall portfolio strategy, you've still got to be careful about carrying duration, whether that's government bonds or whether it's long duration equities. Both of them have been hit in the last couple of months, and I think there's more room for them to continue to be hit. So be careful about duration. From an equity standpoint, Focus on resilient businesses and businesses with pricing power, and you'll do well over time. Probably the corporate story of the day, there's been some further consolidation in the fund's management space, um, a takeover of Pendle. Why? Look, Ricardo, I mean, the key thing here is the the impact of passive um, funds management having on the, on the active world. So, you know, passive funds have driven down fees in funds management broadly, and they're stealing from away from the active managers like Pendle and Perpetual. So it's partly a defensive move. Um, Rob Adams, the CEO of Perpetual, has had a, a growth by M&A strategy. He's already bought some big offshore businesses, uh, Trillium and Barrow Hanley. So it's very much in line with his ongoing strategy. And he's highlighted 50 million of cost savings from the Pendle acquisition that he sees. And the last reason, I think, is it's, it's a bit opportunistic. Pendle lost $6 billion of FUM in the December quarter, and since then the stock has derated. So it was trading at only nine times earnings prior to the announcement of this acquisition. So I think there's a little bit of opportunism in there as well. 
Just finally, we had the budget last week. We know how important mining revenue is to the government's uh, revenues. Um, today we're hearing that Australia's mining and e energy export earnings are forecast to reach a record $425 billion um, this financial year. Just how important is mining revenue to both companies and for the government? Oh, look, it's hugely important, Ricardo. I mean, it's obviously a big part of the Australian index. So it's it's been a big driver of our index being very resilient in the last, uh, well, certainly in the last month or two. Um, we're almost back to to record highs in the ASX 200, and that's a much better performance than globally. And that that's significantly driven by the mining sector. And as you touched on, the government are benefiting this uh, in in the higher prices from a budgetary perspective. I mean, some of the price moves are really big here. Oil's up 35% year to date. Um, coal was $150, uh, thermal coal this is, beginning of the year, went to 400. It's now at 258. Um, and iron ore's up 42% year to date. So this is a real windfall for the Australian economy and it's great news. This SBS On The Money podcast is provided for informational purposes only. The content on this podcast should not be understood as constituting advice or a recommendation. It is not personal advice and does not consider your personal circumstances or objectives. You should contact a licensed professional before making any financial decision.